Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Buy two windows, get two free. Visit windownation.com. Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Steve Rudin. Scattered showers will dot radar for the remainder of the afternoon. High temperatures just around 50 degrees. Partly cloudy with a few showers this evening and into the overnight. Wake-up temperatures in the 40s. A mild Saturday with mostly cloudy skies, upper 50s to middle 60s. A foggy start early Sunday. I'm 7 News meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 50 in Annapolis, just 46 in Tysons and 47 here at WTOP. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Hello, I'm John Doman, and coming up, former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor has passed away at the age of 93. George Santos kicked out of Congress. We'll talk to WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. And a man gets 35 years in prison for a shooting in Chevy Chase. An arrest for a sexual assault in a high school bathroom. I'm Neil Augenstein. WTOP News Time, it's 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Steve Kathan. The brief and tumultuous career of George Santos in the U.S. Congress is over. The House of Representatives voted to expel the New York Republican this morning. He's indicted in a criminal case and was slammed in an ethics report last month. CBS's Nicole Killian on Capitol Hill. The office will be vacant. The House clerk will take over managing that office. But for the time being, it will only be there to kind of provide constituent services. Obviously, it can engage in any kind of legislative activity, and a special election ultimately will have to be held. CBS's Robert Costa says before the vote, GOP leadership came out against the move, but 105 Republicans joined with Democrats for his ouster. The House leadership doesn't have its fingerprints on that decision. This problem, this headache for them, it's now gone. And that's really what Speaker Johnson, based on my conversations, wants. He wants to get Santos off the radar, but he doesn't want to be seen as pushing him out the door. Santos is just the sixth member of Congress to be expelled. A federal appeals court says lawsuits against former President Trump brought by Capitol Police officers and Democratic lawmakers over the Capitol attack can move forward. Retired Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor has died. She was 93. Legal analyst Lori Levinson. Sandra Day O'Connor will be remembered as a trailblazer, as the first woman on the Supreme Court, as somebody who was very dedicated throughout her years to civic education and who on the court could very well navigate her position. O'Connor was nominated by Ronald Reagan and proved to be a moderate on the court. It's been a day of renewed warfare in Gaza. Israeli warplanes in the sky, Hamas rockets too. CBS's Lilia Luciano on the abrupt end of a week-long truce. We were collecting water to wash our clothes as the bombing started, says Omar Harous in southern Gaza. He can't find his family. Among the dozens of dead in just the first hours, according to the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry, many are women and children. The Israeli military says they've dropped leaflets in Gaza and shared an online map of designated civilian areas outside of the line of
the fire. The tough times in Ilion, New York, where Remington Arms says it will close its plant in March after nearly 200 years in the business, America's oldest gun manufacturing plants. Mayor John Stevens says 300 people will lose their jobs. When I was mayor the first time, you know, they were at a pretty decent high of 14 to 1,500 people, and now I'm going to be the mayor when they close the doors. That hurts. That really hurts. Wall Street, the Dow is up 180. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 12.03, it's Friday, December the 1st, 47 degrees right now, scattered showers headed our way if it's not there yet. Highs around 50. Good afternoon, I'm John Doman with the top local stories that we're following this hour. A D.C. man gets 35 years in prison for a shooting that sent people running in a local restaurant. 30-year-old David Brown was convicted on charges of attempted voluntary manslaughter, first-degree assault, and use of a handgun. Last November, Brown got into an argument with a woman at Clyde's restaurant in Chevy Chase. Several people tried to step in and help, and outside the restaurant, he shot a person, pistol-whipped another person inside, and that sent people running in the chaos. Brown will also serve five years of supervised probation after his prison term is up. A business owner in the district says when it comes to crime, she can't take it anymore. Her pizza shop in Northeast has been broken into five times now. It seems to happen around this time of year, and it happened again this past week as someone broke into and burglarized the restaurant Menamale. It's just a recurring theme, and honestly, every time the holidays come, uh, we just feel like... um, a sense of anxiety. That's owner Maria Rushano, who just gained some attention locally by posting on social media that she believes D.C. has fallen into anarchy. I don't want that to be the normal right. state of affairs. Rushano says in recent years, her pizza restaurant has been broken into about five times, and her nearby deli has also been broken into three times. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson will not seek re-election next year. Wilson will have served two terms when his time in office ends. He made that announcement in his weekly newsletter saying, We've accomplished some enormous things. I've had a blast. I love this job and I would do it forever if I could. Under his leadership, Alexandria opened a new metro station and a graduate engineering campus at Potomac Yards and secured a deal to turn an empty shopping mall on the city's west end into a hospital. Wilson's exit is likely to create a competitive Democratic primary in June when the mayor's office and all six other seats on the city council will be up for grabs. An 18-year-old high school student is under arrest, charged with sexually assaulting a younger schoolmate inside a Prince William County high school bathroom. Parents of students at Garfield High School in Woodbridge got a note from the principal yesterday. It said police would be releasing information to the public about the assault. Prince William County police say that they began investigating back on October 18th. A teenage girl said she and a male student were in a bathroom when she was sexually assaulted. She told a family member who told police... Now 18-year-old Lamine Malouk of Dale City is charged with misdemeanor sexual battery. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. A source familiar with the investigation tells WTLP as soon as Prince William County Public Schools were made aware of the allegation, the suspected student was removed from the school and restricted to online work. 
And with the student removed from the student population, the decision was made not to notify parents while police investigated the allegation. The flaws in D.C.'s 911 system have been the subject of audits and headlines, and recently the emergency response to a flood at a dog daycare was delayed in August. Now there's a proposal to change who handles some of the calls. D.C.'s Ward 1 council member Brianne Nadeau said change to the 911 call system is badly needed for constituents. They really need to know that when they call 911, they will get the help they need. She's suggesting that the Office of Unified Communications, where calls are taken, should hand off fire and emergency medical calls to fire an EMS. Her hope is that people can see it as an opportunity to fix a very broken system. But D.C.'s fire and EMS chief, John Donnelly, opposes the bill, saying the OUC is a valued partner. Dave Statter, a former reporter who blogs about public safety at Statter 911, sees it differently. Something is needed. Is this the right answer? I think it's a step in the right direction. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. December 1st is an important day for civil rights in America. It was on this date in 1955 that Rosa Parks boarded a city bus after work in Montgomery, Alabama, and sat down. Then, famously refused to give up her seat to a white man who later boarded the bus. She was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct. But that bold decision is widely credited with launching the Montgomery bus boycott and ultimately the civil rights movement in the U.S., CNN reports this week members of the Congressional Black Caucus marked the 68th anniversary of Rosa Parks' arrest by urging Congress to support a bill that would declare December 1st Rosa Parks Day and make it a federal holiday. Coming up after traffic and weather and money news. The big tech company that wants to more than double its D.C. office space. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 12.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Take it away, Rob Stallworth. Work starting to dominate most of our afternoon so far in Maryland. Northbound 301 after 214. The right side is blocked for the work zone. Eastbound 50 as you head toward the Bay Bridge. The right lane on the Bay Bridge is blocked for work. Two-way operations are running on the westbound span. If you're traveling at this point in Potomac, Seven Locks Road, southbound at Tuckerman Lane, you're under police direction for the crash. Frederick, 80, Fingerboard Road, eastbound at 270. The brief reported in the roadway may have only have a one lane getting by. Traveling in Virginia, outer loop ramp to southbound I-95. The right lane is blocked for the work. Inner loop ramp to westbound 66. We had the uh, crash at the top of the ramp blocking the left side. That may soon be in the clearing stages. Traveling on I-95 southbound, you're in great shape, leaving the Springfield interchange headed toward Fredericksburg. Northbound I-95, you're on the brakes as you approach and pass Dale City, headed toward the Prince William Parkway. Once beyond that, brief delays in Newington as you head toward the Springfield interchange. Northbound I-395 before Etzel Road. That's where the right lane was blocked for the broken-down vehicle. If you're southbound on 395, as you head toward Glebe Road, may have work set up in blocking a lane. Traveling in the district on I-395, the southwest freeway southbound on the Case Bridge, the left lane is blocked for the work. Want to test an electric car? Plug into Fitzmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at Fitzmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Rob Stallworth. 
WTOP traffic. Our forecast now is 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Clouds went over sunshine for the remainder of the afternoon with scattered showers. High temperatures just around 50 degrees. Winds from the south at 5 to 10. Lingering showers will draw to a close this evening and overnight with partly cloudy skies. Temperatures by early tomorrow morning in the 40s. Upper 50s to middle 60s on Saturday were dry during daylight hours under mostly cloudy skies. Showers arrive late Saturday evening and will continue into Sunday with patchy fog during the morning hours. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, 48 degrees in Tyson's. It is 53 in Waldorf. We have 49 on the National Mall. That's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Good afternoon, Jeff Claybaugh. Amtrak trains are full. Amtrak says fiscal 23 ridership was up almost 25% from fiscal 2022. Some of that from fully resuming the final routes that had been suspended during the pandemic. Amtrak carried 28.6 million passengers. Its fiscal 23 ended in September. Northeast corridor ridership was 8% higher than before the pandemic. Amtrak also hired 4,800 new employees. Tesla set the price yesterday of its Cybertruck base model $61,000. That's considerably more than the 40000 Tesla said it would cost when it announced the truck three years ago. The top-of-the-line Cyber Beast truck is almost $100,000. Not all big tech companies are downsizing. The Washington Business Journal reports Google is looking to lease another 150,000 square feet of office space in downtown D.C., where it already has 130,000 square feet of offices. Google is also looking to fill as many as 400 engineering jobs in its D.C. operations. The Dow is up 223 points. It's a half percent. The S&P 500 up 24, a half percent gain. The Nasdaq's up 46, just under a half percent. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Let Us Entertain You. Unwrap happiness and unforgettable dining this holiday season with a Let Us Entertain You gift card. Get a $25 holiday bonus when you buy $100 in Let Us gift cards. Visit lettuce.com today. Coming up on WTOP, by a wide margin, George Santos has been removed from Congress. We'll talk about it with our Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller next. It's 1212. The power's out at our house. But since my family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, they can stream and game like usual on all their devices all over the house. Who moved the couch? So everybody stays connected while I just try to find a seat in the dark. Oh, cactus? Can I get a little help over here? Yeah, bro. Just let me finish this boss battle. Sure. Go ahead. Medic! Now you can get fast, reliable internet on the Xfinity 10G network and get storm-ready Wi-Fi when you upgrade, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Only from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Storm-ready Wi-Fi limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduced to 30 slash 7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. For more details, visit Xfinity.com slash storm-ready. Zelle helps you easily send money to people you know and trust, like friends and family, even if they bank somewhere different than you. 
For more than 30 years, the team behind Zelle has been supporting the financial services ecosystem by providing consumers and small businesses with the ability to quickly send and receive money. Today, we work with 2,100 banks and credit union brands to identify threats, educate consumers, and manage the network that helps millions of consumers and small businesses send and receive billions of dollars. Learn more at Zelle.com. D.C.'s favorite holiday tradition makes a triumphant, larger-than-life return to the Kennedy Center. Handel's Messiah with the National Symphony Orchestra. This year's joyous concerts feature the debuts of conductor Laurence Ekilbey and four stellar soloists, along with the University of Maryland Concert Choir. Bring your loved ones and witness the epic masterpiece in all its glory. December 14th through 17th in the majestic Kennedy Center Concert Hall. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. Coming up on WTOP, the Commanders get ready for the high-powered offense of the Miami Dolphins and college football's conference championship weekend begins tonight with the Pac-12 game between Oregon and Washington. Sports is in 10 minutes at WTOP. Ah, tis the season to think about selling your home. This is Dave Johnson. And to start, you connect with Jennifer Young, Jennifer Young Homes on Wednesday, December 6th, 6.30. Another seller seminar online at JenniferYoungHomes.com. And that's where you go to reserve your spot. What about pricing your home in today's market? And what's going on in today's market? Jennifer actually tells me inventory down 30%. That's fewer homes for buyers to choose from. What about selling your home as is? Ah, so many questions. Get them answered Wednesday, December 6th at JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. Zero, zero. Doing business is a pleasure with a pallet barrel scotch. Grab an automotive treasure, park it in your own garage. For over 40 years, Fair Oaks has believed lower prices and higher standards should be the norm. I'm Melanie Funkhauser, president of Fair Oaks. Visit us in the Chantilly Auto Park and get your lowest price of the year. The Fair Oaks family price. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Online at fairoaksmotors.com. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 1215. Good afternoon. I'm John Doman, and thanks for being with us here. Within the last hour, the House of Representatives voted to expel New York Congressman George Santos. WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller joined us from Capitol Hill with the latest. George Santos, the congressman from New York, has just been expelled from the U.S. House. He is only the sixth lawmaker ever to be expelled from the House. This vote taking place this morning, a historic vote. More than 300 lawmakers voted against him, easily surpassing the two-thirds majority that was necessary. The vote just announced by House Speaker Mike Johnson, a very solemn tone as he announced this. And then you could see George Santos getting some handshakes from some of the people who supported him. He had a few allies, especially among the conservatives in the House. Many of those people thought that he should not be voted out simply because he has not stood trial. He faces nearly two dozen federal fraud charges, but he stood defiant until the end, saying he would not resign. Many Republicans were frustrated with him, frankly, because he did not step down, uh, thinking that this was going to be a tough vote for many of them. But in the end, I think it was the ethics investigation that was the final nail in the coffin for his political career. So he will literally leave Congress today and will not be replaced until there is a special election called by the governor of New York. And Mitch, what do you make of the fact that House leadership had Santos's back? They voted not to expel him, and, and yet certainly enough members of the GOP went against their leadership and voted against him. 
Right. I think this was really interesting that the House leadership, particularly House Speaker Mike Johnson, even just a few days ago, said that he had real reservations about making this vote, especially in light of the fact that he had not been convicted. He is the only lawmaker ever to be sent out of Congress without being convicted of a crime. And there was a lot of speculation this morning about what might happen because there was really no leadership in in terms of what the party was going to do on this vote. They basically let all of the lawmakers leave it up to their own personal conscience, as Mike Johnson said. So there was some still some question about whether or not this was going to eventually be approved. But of course, there were previous votes and they fell short. Democrats said that this should have been done a long time ago. And in fact, many fellow Republican lawmakers from New York also said that Santos had to go from months ago. They just say that he basically perpetuated his candidacy on a fraud and should never have been elected to Congress. That's WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent, Mitchell Miller. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth's in the WTLB Traffic Center. If you're in Virginia, keep in mind, no problems really on the Beltway as you make your way between Alexandria and McLean, but the auto loop ramp to southbound I-95 in Springfield, that's where we had the right lane blocked for the work zone. I-95 northbound, this is after Dumfries exit 152, getting the first report of a vehicle fire, so watch out for that. After that, Got some delays as you continue toward the Prince William Parkway and beyond toward the Springfield Interchange with pockets of volume there on I-95. Northbound I-395 before Edsel Road, still with the right lane blocked for the broken down vehicle. Traveling on 66 westbound, brief delays as you make your way past Nutley Street headed toward Route 50 in Fairfax on the ramp to 50. That's where the work is contained to the right shoulder. Traveling at this point in the district, I-395 southbound the Southwest Freeway. As you head toward the Case Bridge, the right lane is blocked. Excuse me, the left lane is blocked for the work zone. No other problems being reported in the district. Things on the Beltway look pretty good through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. 301 northbound after 214, the right lane is blocked for the work. Eastbound 50 on the Bay Bridge, that right lane is blocked for the work. And two-way operations are running on the westbound side. Secure critical missions with Wiz for Government, a unified cloud security solution for effective risk reduction and readiness in the cloud. Learn more at wiz.io. That's wiz.io. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Jordan Evans. Some people are seeing rain already, and those of us who are not yet, well, we're about to, aren't we? Yeah, the rain's right on schedule for today. I expected it to move in just about lunchtime, and it'll probably stick around through 5 or 6 p.m. But it won't be heavy rain. It won't be any thunder. It'll just be on and off showers. You'll need the windshield wipers at some point this afternoon, probably during the evening rush hour as well. But again, not expecting a washout as the rain should be done by 6 o'clock dry for the evening. Clouds will stay in play. So that should keep those temperatures over at least up overnight tonight down into the upper 30s to low 40s. Now, as we go to the weekend, we're looking pretty dry for Saturday and pretty warm as well. I think we're going to see those temperatures climb to the low 60s. Still going to have a chance of rain for the evening hours after sunset on your Saturday. And then more rain expected for Sunday, likely during the afternoon when the commanders are in town. Uh, again, they're going to be home this weekend. Early next week, showers go uh, move, away, move out, excuse me, but we are tracking colder temperatures. Another cold snap by Wednesday. Highs probably into the 40s once again by middle next week. Right now, 40 at the National Mall, 50 in Franconia. College Park here at 50 degrees as well. In Silver Spring, 46. And coming up here on WTOP. A look into the D.C. craze for pastries with an Asian twist. I'm Valerie Bog. 1221. <laughs> 
Dominion Jewelers creates custom jewelry that pleases for every occasion. Because I wanted to get her something unique and original for the holidays this year. Because the birth of our first child only happens once in a lifetime. Because celebrating 20 years is something special. Just because I love her. Hurry, there's still time before the holidays to create your one-of-a-kind gift. Handcrafted, custom-made jewelry. Dominion Jewelers in the heart of Falls Church. By appointment only. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. This Sunday, we've got a rematch of the NFC title game featuring the 49ers and Eagles. Something's fishy about this line. The Niners laying points on the road against Philadelphia, the team with the best record in the NFL. Personally, I'm going to be betting San Francisco, but on the money line. Visit FanDuel.com slash Big Chi. That's FanDuel.com slash Big Chi. B-I-G-C-H-E-E. 21 or older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Want to know what's on the road ahead of you? Check with WTOP for traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. They're a must for every driver. Okay, you've got your seatbelt on, you've got your car started. What's next? Check my mirrors. Uh. Check the traffic report on WTOP. Now you got it. WTOP traffic updates anytime you're on the road. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 1223, and who doesn't love a good piece of bread? Well, we spoke with some local bakers who have some modern twists on Asian baked goods and brought their creations to D.C. I love what I do because I I make people happy. From ube-flavored donuts to masubi croissants, Rose Avenue Bakery in Woodley Park brings a new taste to traditional Asian pastries. We're kind of educating neighborhood D.C. A lot of flavors that they might not be familiar with. Rose Nugent was a nurse for about 10 years before she opened her bakery in the Block Food Hall right before the COVID-19 pandemic. It was bleak (laughs) for the projection of our survival. She first took up baking as a hobby while working at Children's National Hospital, posting photos of her pastries on her Instagram account. She said she loves being able to share her culture as a first-generation Vietnamese American through her food. I want to represent me as a person, and I feel like that's basically what I did here. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. And for the full story on our series on D.C. area bakers, head to WTOP.com and search for Baking Connections. The third installment of the series comes out on Saturday. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Steve Dresner, the Commanders have their hands full this week. This is a lot of football this weekend. It's a lot of football. Four and eight Commanders hosting eight and three Miami. It'll be a one o'clock kickoff at FedEx Field. Hey, John Dolman, you can go. Tickets selling right around $52. That's pretty good. Hopefully, get a sellout this week. They, they, they used to go for a lot less there. <laughs> no comment on that. <laughs> as far as injuries are concerned, Emmanuel Forbes still listed as questionable with an elbow issue. Center Tyler Larson also questionable. He nurses a knee problem. Again, a 1 o'clock kickoff from FedEx Field. Hey, last night in Dallas, as Dave Preston was telling me about Cowboys quarterback, 
Dak Prescott bringing his team back with a fourth quarter rally, finished 29 of 41, 299 yards with three touchdowns. Dallas got by Seattle 41 to 35. Some notable kind of factoids, if you will. Both teams combining for a total of 257 yards and penalties on 19 calls. Just when you think you sit through a commander's game and there are a lot of penalties.